It's Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, the exciting conclusion to the Meat Skelton Faking His Accent trilogy, plus erotic pee hole squirting and litter boxes for furries in our public schools. The mainstream news has finally caught wind of this fake story, and they're loving it. Hi, my name is Tim Henson. For the past 12 months, I've been living my life as a smoke alarm, low on batteries. My girlfriend of three weeks doesn't understand me. I can't sleep at night. Every 15 seconds he beeps. If she wants this good dickin', she's gonna have to get used to this beeping. Now, uh, Tim, you say you are a, a smoke alarm. Yes, that is how I'm choosing to live my life. Allison, now you you say you don't you don't approve of this, Doctor Phil. This is ridiculous. All hours of the night, he's up beeping. Now, uh, what Allison is saying, Tim, is she can't get any sleep. Boop. All right, could you not do that here? I mean, I am not a chicken in a Memphis outhouse. If you hear what I'm saying, not really. The point is, I'm a good smoke detector who happens to be low on batteries. Dr. Phil, there was a fire in our apartment, and he didn't even notice it. Wait a second. You stayed up at night pretending to be a fire alarm. Dr. Phil, I am a fire alarm. Okay. You are a fire alarm, but you missed a fire happening in your apartment. Because I'm low on batteries, duh. Okay, we need Boop. to... We need to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to try to stick two AA batteries up this prick's asshole. Yeah, and I'm not going to be gentle. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I actually want to be brainless. <laughs> anyway, this is Fiona, and I want to hear from you. I want to suck your cock. Beta man! And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Christian now fears his flatulence. All righty, freaks. Tim back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Buckle up. We've got a lot of ground to cover. If you are not a fan of Mead Skelton, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I wasn't expecting to talk about him three days in a row, but I have upset him, and we have been in um, communication the last couple days, and I, uh, I sort of have to defend my position, kind of apologize and yes, we've got to go over a response video that was posted by me. What all started this? Well, on Monday's edition of DV, I posed the question, is Mead's voice real? Is that accent put on? I still don't know definitively. What I do know is this is a surefire way to get under Mead's skin. We've talked about him numerous times on the podcast. Very rarely does he get riled up by something I say, but when I question his heritage, oh boy, he gets hotter than a fresh dog turd frying on a sidewalk on a hot July Memphis day. He gets madder than fish grease. I wasn't even the one questioning his accent. It's you idiots in the Discord dragging me down to your level. You're the reason all of this happened. You guys posted a video of Mead's brother, who is a real estate agent, speaking, and uh, he had no accent. That's what started this whole thing. Now, Mead wanted me to take down Monday's episode of DV, or at least erase the part of the show where I talk about him. I let him know that uh, 
Yeah, that's not not going to happen ever in any version of the earth. No matter what dimension or metaverse or reality we're in, I will never, uh, you know, bend to Mead's wishes. If for no other reason, there's uh, there's kind of no point. Tens of thousands of people already listened to the show, downloaded the episode. They have MP3s on their devices of the episode. It, you know, it's kind of pointless. Someone would just repost the episode anyway. Mead responded to these allegations, and we talked about it in great length on Tuesday's Sideshow exclusive episode. But since we started this whole thing on Monday, I wanted all of you freaks to be up to speed on uh, these Mead developments. So I posted a YouTube video on our new channel uh, from yesterday's podcast. Go there, watch the video. Better yet, sign up for the Sideshow, listen to the whole thing. Just to give you a gist, though, uh, so I can continue on with the story, Mead sent me an email. He was very upset that I was questioning the authenticity of his accent, so he provided audio clips of his grandmother and mother speaking, I guess to prove that they all sound alike. But the thing is, no one sounds like him. The best example is his mother. Now, Mead was upset because I kept cutting off the, the grandmother clip. But, you know, none of us sound like our grandmother. My grandmother was a fucking uh, Italian immigrant. I, I don't speak Italian. I don't have a hint of an accent. So I thought the best um, proof would be how his mother spoke. And I played this clip of me. I'm going to play just a, a second of it again. Well, unfortunately, poor Antonia has gotten a new set of false teeth, at least the upper plate in the front. And today, one of the false teeth became dislodged, and she swallowed it. And okay, okay, that's <laughs> that's Mead's mother. If you, if you want to hear the whole tooth being swallowed story, listen to the Tuesday episode of DV. That's a whole other thing. I love that. That's the clip that <laughs> Mead provided of his mom calling, talking about how some woman uh, swallowed one of her false teeth and it got lodged in her intestine or whatever. Again, that's neither here nor there. We covered it yesterday. Mead's mom, very pretty, by the way. She apparently was a model. Now, Mead didn't mention this at first, but later on, uh, he said uh, the reason why she doesn't have an accent is because she was a model. She lived in uh, New York City for a while. People were making fun of her Southern accent, so she tried to get rid of it. Uh, she appeared in, uh, like, Virginia Slim cigarette ads and stuff. Very pretty woman. Still, the evidence that Mead supplied doesn't really support his argument about his Southern accent. Let me read you just a few of his emails just to give his side of the story. I want to try to be fair here. I mean, these are some lofty allegations we're throwing around. Mead has the right to defend himself and have his voice heard here. So these are uh, from the emails uh, from me that you know, we were going back and forth yesterday. He says, uh, my brother actually fakes an accent. Yeah, it's not Mead who's faking a Southern accent. It's Mead's phony ass, uppity, snooty real estate agent brother. Mead's the one keeping it real. Ooh, we hate Mead's brother. I'm with you, Mead. He's a big, fat phony. All right, uh, my brother actually fakes an accent, not me. He learned a military accent. He went into the military when he was 23. Mead also says, uh, I don't really have much of a Southern accent at all. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't know the name of the dialect or the accent that Mead has. He's got something. I don't know if it's Southern. What do you call that? Ooh, ooh, ooh. that you know, that, that's Mead's voice. 
Uh, you should listen to how people sound in Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi Delta. Nothing about me is fake. Everything is real. You seem to purposely try to discredit me and attack my heritage. God bless. Ooh, he was using God bless in that way that really means fuck you. I know that about Southern people. Like, bless your heart. I replied to that email and, you know, I kind of just threw you guys under the bus. I'm like, oh, it's just my crazy listeners. It's their theory. Truth be told, and I and I mentioned this to me, my dad was born in Kentucky. He had a very, very thick accent when he moved to Ohio. My mom couldn't even understand what, what he was saying. She didn't even know that she was agreeing to marry him. He was like, and she was like, okay. She thought he was asking her if she, if she wanted to go see the new Cary Grant movie. Some of you guys may remember uh, like me talking to my dad on the show. I, I don't know exactly how thick his accent was by then. I do know that it would come roaring back when he would like talk to his brothers on the phone. You know, his brothers who still live in Kentucky. He was like a completely different person. And I'm sure it was an unconscious thing, but I don't know if that actually supports Mead's theory or if it proves that he is faking it. Anyway, after a back and forth yesterday, I told Mead that uh, I, I can't delete the Monday episode, but if uh, there's a statement or something you want me to say or a, a retraction, I would be happy to consider that. Uh, Mead said uh, he just wants me to explain his unusual upbringing. That's the reason why he has an accent and other people in his family don't. By the way, it does seem plausible. His mom was a model. You know, she was a real jet setter. She she could have lost her accent, so she didn't seem like a fucking hillbilly hick to the uh, those NYC elites. His brother was in the military. Now he's trying to be a highfalutin real estate agent. He doesn't want people to think he's a hick, right? He's trying to sell seven, $800,000 houses. That's why he eliminated the accent. Why would Meade try to eliminate his accent, right? He's proud of his heritage. He loves being from the South. He wishes the Confederacy would rise again. He's made the case numerous times that owning slaves sounds like a good deal. Now, when I say things on this podcast, I'm joking around. I'm an idiot. I know nothing. It's the listeners. The, you're the real monsters. You put these things in my head. I'm like a monkey. You submit stuff to me and I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about that on the show. And that's what gets me in trouble. See me, it's not me you should be mad at. <laughs> be mad at my idiot listeners. And he was. He popped into our Discord. Even though I'm pretty sure he rage quitted several times and he's been banned or something. Somehow he popped in today and uh, Mead was in there. I immediately, by the way, ran to the Discord when all this was going down. I'm like, freaks. Mead Skelton is losing his goddamn mind because of today's episode. Isn't that great? And the first person to respond to the Discord was Mead. I was caught. I don't even. I don't have a safe space. I don't. There's a, there's not a Mead free zone. I can um, talk about him anymore. He signed up for the sideshow yesterday. What the hell is your excuse? If you're not a member of the sideshow, what's wrong with you? Even Mead Skelton is a true and honorable freak. I refunded his money. I don't want him paying for this content. Ultimately, I thought. Uh, he and I ended on a good note between the emails and uh, our conversation in the Discord, which you can go back and, and read. We eventually got off the topic of uh, accents completely, and I and I was asking Meet if he'd be willing um, to to record a song for me, like uh, if I could commission him to record a uh, Tim Henson song, which he seemed open to. 
So I thought things were good between us. I even said, look, look, I won't uh, play any more audio of uh, your brother. He should be off limits. He's not in on, you know, he's not involved in this at all. That was something that Mead was worried about. Uh, I don't have a beef with uh, his brother. I have no need to play clips of him. So I certainly understand where Mead was coming from there. Anyway, I step away from the computer for a couple hours. There is a flurry of comments on my YouTube channel from Mead and an entire video response that he posted on his Patreon page. I'm like one of three patrons, so this video is pretty much for me. Before we get into that, let me just read some of the comments that he was reading. Uh, You keep interrupting so no one can hear what they sound like, referring to his grandmother and his mother, which is true. It's like, have you ever listened to an episode of DV? Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I start playing an audio clip and I immediately stop 12 times. It's super annoying. In this case, though, it's simply not true because I play enough of the of the audio that we can hear and understand the tooth story. The woman that Mead's mom was talking about who, who swallowed a sharp tooth and got it lodged in her bowels or whatever. He corrects my spelling of y'all. I put the apostrophe in the wrong spot. Got me there. Score one Mead. <laughs> Mead one, Tim zero. Mead says, I, I don't fake any accent. In fact, to me, you put on an accent. Mead, how dare you? If I could manufacture a way of speaking, do you think I would go with this voice? Hi, everybody. Timothy James Hansen. Like, I expect to be some sort of broadcasting professional with this voice? High-pitched and effeminate? This is what I choose to go with? No, Mead. I did not put on this voice. This is what you, this is what God gave me. Do I need to play uh, clips of how my mom sounds? She sounds just like me. I mean, I've been on the internet in, in audio form since like 1997. And there's clips of me still floating around from like 1999, 2000. So, I mean, you can hear what I sound like back then. I mean, I sound a little, I sound younger. But I will have you know, it's the same gay, lispy voice you've come to tolerate from me here on the podcast. Ding! Let me play just a little bit from the video where uh, Mead talks about his family heritage. This is the one that he uh, just recorded and posted for patrons, although he posted a link to it in our Discord. So if you want to watch it and you're not a patron, I guess Mead is allowing that, which was very nice of him. Um, I kind of wanted to to address a video... Um, that was done against me on Distorted View channel because they kind of like to they like to pick on me a lot. Oh come on, we're not picking on you. Oh, I'm not. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love Meat Skeleton. I, I could listen to his content all day long. And they've been going after my accent for some reason, saying that I'm uh, affecting a fake Southern accent, which is ridiculous. Um, but um, what they what they did was they they said well. They had my brother, my brother, um, and said, well, your brother doesn't have a Southern accent, or your brother has... I'm not going to play the whole thing here. This goes on for 16 minutes, and he, I, I, he he says pretty much what he emailed me. That is, you know, his brother was in the military. He moved away to Massachusetts. Same deal with his mom. His mom was a model. That's why they don't have accents. When I was really little, I spent my summers with my older relatives from Virginia and North Carolina, Tidewater area. I picked up some of their speech patterns. But I really sounded more like my mother. Now, I showed clips of my mother and my grandmother and, and my cousins. And, and, and even then, they said, well, your mother didn't have a southern accent. Well, yes, she did. She did. But she kind of cloaked a little bit. Um, she- then why would 
would you submit that audio clip as like supporting evidence for yourself? You know what I mean? The next part of this video, it's just it's like it's pure mead, and I love it. Don't, and it's uh, not that it matters anyway. But I just want to clear this up. It feels like they're calling me an illegal alien. That's what it feels like. I'm not an illegal alien. I'm not fake. I'm not phony. Oh. And they're trying to say, well, well, you're you're putting it on. And I showed clips of my grandmother, and they said, well, your grandmother doesn't count. Even if she had a real southern accent, that doesn't count. Of course it does, because after my mother died... That's part of it, but that's not exactly everything I said. This is the phone call that Mead provided. It is just like it's screeching noises to me. I don't even know which one is Mead's grandmother. I mean, she does have kind of a southern accent there, right? I mean, it sounds like this was recorded in like 1945. Whatever. Again, again, me, you have a southern accent. I believe you. Who do you think took care of me? My grandmother and my and my older uh, relatives. Because I don't my know dad how was, this stretches. We're only two minutes in, and this goes on for nearly 17 minutes. Still working. And so I was around my grandmother a lot. And so... He does kind of sound like his grandmother. And uh, aside from that, I don't have any friends at school. I don't have any peers to relate to. What and about I, that girl on the horse? Up in in <laughs> in Northern Virginia, which some people kind of had a. Okay, he goes on and on. Now, just I can't believe I'm spending so much time on this. I apologize, but I love every second of it. Um, so just like how Mead, you know, sent in an audio clip of his mom as evidence that he has an accent like she does, even though in the clip she doesn't really have an accent, so it wasn't supporting evidence at all in this video me inadvertently i think makes the argument that he is faking his accent yeah the video takes us a, a weird turn here but i did i do admit when i was um when we moved out to the country we moved from suburbia near fairfax county i wanted to be we moved to the blue ridge mountains i wanted to sound more blue ridge and so I use expressions like over yonder and um, a blue streak and, uh, um, you know, the way he talks now, basically, you know, s certain expressions in the country that country folk use. And I put on a country accent because I thought I'm a country singer. I don't have a country accent. I have a southern accent, which I'll get into later or maybe not. <laughs> but. I'm just I'm trying to extrapolate here because a lot of people that are not from the South, they think that all Southerners have one Southern accent that we all. No one is uh, saying that. that. Look, they don't understand the nuances there. But that's that is true. I do not understand the nuances there. Here is what I believe, and uh, I I hope Mead is listening to this part of the show. I believe you are more Southern than. Just about anyone I've ever encountered. Regardless of the way you talk, your voice, you are a Southern gentleman. Don't let anyone try to take that from you. Don't let me, don't let the other freaks try to take that from you. I don't know how thick your accent really is if you're kind of em embellishing it or if this is 100% natural. Doesn't matter to me. 
You are Southern. You're from Virginia. You are a son of the South. They don't understand the nuances there. But I hate fake Southern accents. When I watch TV and movies and they're putting on a really awful fake Southern accent, I, I, yeah. it makes me angry too. So why would I do it? I don't. And I sound like people from my area. You know, and just like I was saying, like, who would choose to speak like me? Who would want my voice? Why would me choose to sound like that? If he could speak in any way, shape, or form, why would he choose this voice? Some people have right? said, well, but they, my family members, um, <laughs> you know, my type, the older ones oh, that I was around had much stronger draws. Okay, I, I get, we're only four minutes into this. Let me just move to, like, the middle of the video. Northern accent. She didn't have a Midwest accent. Okay. Uh, All right, 13 minutes. There's a, a redneck... Uh, uh, Peckerwood trash. <laughs> and then there's the most. That was my dad's accent. That, that was what I would consider his Kentucky accent. He's got a Peckerwood accent. Again, I love Mead. No hard feelings. I 100% believe your accent is yours. There you go. Just a 20 minute Mead update for you today. I hope we have ended on good terms. Mead, truce. All right, let's move on. Speaking of U-Tards, I have got a very interesting U-Tard update. Shane Lee is back. There's a name we haven't heard in a while. If you don't remember the name per se, you may remember, uh, Hey everybody, this is Shane Lee. And today I'm gonna sing a song. I'm gonna sing a song. And I'm gonna do it in my chipmunk voice, in my chipmunk voice. You remember how he spoke, right? He had that weird affect where he would uh, repeat the last couple words of the sentence he just said. He fancied himself uh, a, a musician, kind of like Mead Skelton. Uh, Shane, though, does not have any talent whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Here Shane Lee is from a few months ago uh, singing Boys to Men. All right, this is to demonstrate that a white man can impersonate an African-American group like Boys to Men. Okay, this won't be problematic at all. All right, let's see if we need to call the NAACP here. I make love to you. Like you love me too And I hold you tight Baby, out through the night I'll make love to you When you love me too Well, it just, it just sounds like Shane Lee's voice, which is probably for the best. And I will, I make love to you, tell me too He's still belting out those tunes. <laughs> well, can Mead Skelton do that? Thankfully, uh, Shane doesn't seem to be singing quite as much on his YouTube channel. Uh, here's a video of him talking about how he jokes around with waitresses. I might would joke around with a few of the waitresses, like, say, um, something like this. Uh, this is taking so long, I could eat you out before they serve me. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I would not say that to a perfect fucking stranger. <laughs> now, I don't recall none of them taking me up on the offer. <laughs> but still, what's going on? Right. <laughs> Shane Lee, for those of you that don't remember, may or may not have molested a little girl. He says he didn't. She just wandered naked into his bedroom because she had to pee or something. The courts have a difference of opinion there. Well, the only thing criminal I can have done was hearing the stories go to the bathroom and had sex there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But it ain't like I treat her like I own her if you don't want me to, right? <laughs> if she don't want me to, sorry. I know that. I know what sex is in the bathroom and what it means, too. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, we know. Ah, the low battery smoke alarm. Look, I don't know what the hell Shane was talking about here. He's talking about sex in the bathroom. I don't think he's talking about the girl because he denies that that ever happened. Although the very first comment on this video is someone calling Shane Lee a dangerous psycho. I might agree with him, but I have no idea. I, I really don't know what Shane Lee was talking about in that video. Sex in the bathroom is all I really got. I, I think I'm just going to stick to Shane Lee singing songs. Sweet Caroline, been so good. All right, uh, there you go. A little Shane Lee update. Glad I found his new YouTube channel. Hey, speaking of singing, someone submitted this TikTok video. I I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the person who submitted this in front of me. It was uh, from the Discord. This is uh, Jesse Foster doing some freestyle rapping. Yo, I got fans telling me that they hate me because they're putting that shit. But you know what? what? My shit's dope. It's not fucking like yours. Like, look, you got the Island Boys that made it 28 million. Look, I can make better shit than that from scratch. Like yesterday. I think I have to agree with Jack, who is the first comment on this video. Uh, the guy's just talking. This is not freestyle rap. When I drop fucking the leprechaun one. I made that within five fucking minutes. That within five minutes. And that was only one, not even a verse. See, don't underestimate me because I can rhyme. I got more rhymes tighter than your fucking mum's cunt. So far, no rhymes in this freestyle rap, though. But don't worry about that. Okay. See, if you want me to rhyme in words and songs and shit, I can. But oh. here's the thing. I think people are accusing him of not being a rapper because he can't because he's not rhyming what i've been putting out is only a little taste it's not actually what the whole song is the whole song is absolutely brutal okay hold on a second let me go back to his account here and find a different song one that he's really spent some time working on i think i found the song that he was referencing in this video uh, something about a leprechaun this is called leprechaun gold all right like the instrumental Yo, you're no little pumpies? Well, I'll tell you something about him. He dyes his hair rainbow colors so a leprechaun with a big brown bag can jump on his rainbow color hair and when the leprechaun gets to the end of the rainbow, he can rob him for all his money and jewels and then jumps back on the rainbow like nothing happened. Uh, oh, that's it. Okay, well, I was mistaken. This rap doesn't rhyme either. Let's let's try one more. This song is called The Minions Adventure. And I have to think we're talking about those little yellow uh, characters from the, the movie, you know, the minions, because his profile picture is of a minion. <laughs> no, we're going to see the minions movie. As we sit down to watch the minions movie, Bob Stewart and Kevin just robbed us for the popcorn and coke. Yeah, to Kevin, watch their movie. Lucky Kevin is a minion, I know that. Got paid for more movie snacks and more popcorn for the other minions and us. After I never thought I'd say this, but uh, do I have any other Shane Lee songs I can play? This is not rapping. This is closer to a bedtime story for a child than, than rapping. All right, real quick, before we get into the news, 
Got to play this short clip that was submitted by German guy. This is some uh, pee hole wrecking. Their words, not mine. Yes, a woman is pleasuring herself uh, by sticking what looks to be a pen in her pee hole, her urethra. I know it it sounds like it wouldn't be pleasurable, but uh, she certainly (gasps) seems to think it is. And she's really pounding it. Guess that's why the title of this is Wrecking uh, Wrecking the Pee Hole. You can really hear the, the pen uh, hitting that uh, urethra. She's pounding that thing. What is that? Uh, a G2? A Bic? Is that a Sharpie, maybe? <laughs> I don't know what she's got in there. Maybe. Oh, and she's squirting. As odd as this sounds, I think um, uh, urethral penetration is becoming more mainstream. I think uh, when we started the podcast, it was more of an oddity. Now on these uh, porn sites like X Hamster and Pornhub, there are thousands and thousands of uh, urethral fucking clips. They're not even that special anymore. They're dime a dozen, you know? So uh, now they're trying to get a little fancy and really zhuzh up. The urethral play clips. Like, for instance, I've got one here called uh, Piss Reinjection. Now, this is something you don't see every day. A woman pees. A man is collecting her piss. You can hear her peeing into a vial here. It's actually one of those uh, injector things. And then he, he just squirts it back into her pee hole. Then takes a, uh, a speculum and some metal utensils. Ah! And he's uh, trying to stretch open her urethra. I don't know if he wants her to pee it out again. But the sound uh, of, the, of those instruments, it's uh, reminds me a lot of that ASMR clip we were playing uh, the other day of uh, forks scratching plates. Like, I do not like it. Oh, yeah. so, oh well. Now he's using a vibrator right on her, her pussy hole, and she's starting to squeeze out or squirt out uh, the urine again. Science, man. Got a bit of a COVID cough there. As she coughed, like a piss was coming out of her pee hole. Man, that is a good camera. Is that a macro lens or something? It's like right uh, inside the the pussy hole. Uh, uh, Gross. Just be glad this is an audio only podcast. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news. Right up. If you are not a Sideshow member, you're missing out on so much. Become a true and honorable freak today. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. The Sideshow is DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been doing this podcast uh, almost from the very beginning of podcasting itself, back in 2004. There are thousands and thousands of uh, episodes in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive podcasts. 
yesterday. Of course, we talked a lot about uh, what happened on uh, yesterday's podcast. It was Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, remember, tomorrow's episode is also going to be Sideshow exclusive. So it's a great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can uh, uh, you can tap your way to get new Sideshow episodes. You can sign right up in those apps now. So that's uh, another way to get Sideshow content. And uh, finally, uh, if you would just like to support Distorted View Daily, and I thank you to everyone who continues uh, to support this podcast, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. There are other perks that uh, pop up occasionally when we have like the distorted view store or something. I'll usually throw a promo code over there, give you guys, uh, an, you know, an additional discount and stuff. So uh, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now for stuff. I love it when the news has to report on stories that are just dumb, pointless, don't matter. Remember there was a congressman who stood up and said, you know what they're doing to our kids now in school? They put down little boxes in the, in the restroom for the kids who uh, identify as a furry. Yeah, the teachers say they want to be all inclusive. They don't want to offend anyone. So uh, uh, them their kids who identify as critters, raccoons and foxes, they have a place to shit in the bathroom, <laughs> right? In the litter box. I don't know if anyone even cleans up that little box. It's just pissing shit piling up. Meanwhile, the normal kids have to walk past that just to urinate. I don't know what accent I'm doing here. Now, that is a bad Southern accent. I'm sure Mead would agree with me on that one. Uh, by the way, the whole furry litter box in public school restrooms, that, that story was debunked. I think the congressman even apologized. I got some bad intel on that one gets all his information from 4chan posts apparently we talked about this uh, on the podcast I don't, like i feel mo- like months ago right well there was there was a story posted just yesterday in schools across the united states rumors are running rampant of students who identify as furries asking for litter boxes you know who i really feel bad for uh disney in this case because anytime there's a, a story about Litter boxes being installed in high school public restrooms because of furries. There's always a photo that accompanies the news story of um, like Zootopia characters. Zootopia is very big in the furry community, I guess. And that's not what Disney wants. They don't want to be associated with them. All right. Furries are people who have an interest in anthropomorphic animal characters and create costumes based on their persona. Creating a, you know, fursona. According to Dr. Sharon Roberts with Fur Science, an international anthropomorphic research project. I can't believe that's a thing. We live, we live in weird times, freaks. Furries do not identify as animals, though. What I can tell you is that furries are a group of people who create anthropomorphic identities. And what that means is someone might go to a Comic-Con in cosplay as their favorite characters, like Spider-Man or Deadpool. It's just like that. But, you know, furry characters. Some LGBTQ activists. God damn it. Why are you dragging the gays into this? We got enough problems on our own. Every fucking time. They got to make this a gay thing. 
Uh, okay, some LGBT, uh, LGBTQ activists stated this could have started when schools changed their policies on transgender youth being able to use the bathroom based on their preferred pronouns. First science research reveals more than 85% of individuals who identify as furries are on the LGBTQ spectrum. Oh, that's why they're dragging the gays into this. You mean to tell me there's o- like only 15% of furries are straight? This really is a gay problem. If 85% of furries are gay, maybe we should add another letter to that already daunting acronym. LGBTQF for furry IA question mark. My favorite is when they, they start double lettering. You know, sometimes it's like LGBTQIAQ. You can't use Q twice. That I don't agree with. I guess one Q is for queer. The other Q is for quixotic. I don't even know what that means. All right. Uh, whatever. First science research reveals, and I'm still questioning what the fuck first science is. Their research. First science research reveals more than 85% of individuals who identify as furries are on the LGBTQ spectrum. I like that they use the term spectrum, like uh, in the same way <laughs> autistic people are on the spectrum. Uh, Dr. Roberts said the media has uh, centralized the group with unfortunate misrepresentation. The scientists at First Science have studied more than 40,000 furries, and their research shows the importance of self-exploration in safe environments. But there's no evidence of furries asking for litter boxes. I bet you now there's going to be an uptick because we, we put it in their heads. Before they weren't even thinking about litter boxes in public restrooms. Now they're like, well, that is a good idea. I identify as a cat. I should be able to piss and shit like a cat. Quote, they identify with animals and they have this interest in cartoony art or making music. They're so creative and there are many outputs that are related to anthropomorphic, anthropomorphism. And do these ideas that a furry would ask for a litter box is just not grounded in research. That's according to Dr. Robert. So there you go. Are furries kind of weird? Yes. Are they kind of queer? Oh, they're very queer. But they are not, I repeat, not pooping in litter boxes yet. All right. Uh, Second story we have for you today. Can't believe we're talking about furries using a litter box to make doo-doo and pee-pee. When there's a war going on, you, you remember the war, right? Ukraine versus Russia. Well, Russia has finally admitted that they're losing the war. They would normally be winning under normal circumstances. Russia would crush any opponent. However, uh, Ukraine has a sneaky trick up their sleeve that they've been using. Mutants. Yeah, that's what Russia's saying. Uh, We're up against mutant troops created in secret bio labs. All right, man. However you want to rationalize your L here. (laughs) Nearly five months into the war against Ukraine, Russia has concocted a wild new explanation for why the Kremlin's plans for a quick takeover fell apart so spectacularly. It's because Ukrainian troops were turned into superhuman killing machines during secret experiments in American-run biolabs. Fuck yeah, motherfucker! America's number one! Don't mess with us, cocksuckers! We may be a nation full of fat, disgusting, diabetic slobs. I don't know why we didn't use this amazing technology on ourselves. Turn us all into ripped, jacked, perfect specimens. Instead, we're shipping this tech over to the Ukraine. 
to help them win uh, a war against you guys. Makes perfect sense. Now, if you excuse me, I have to uh, go wash my CPAP mask. So, uh, you know, my machine can breathe for me at night. I, like millions of other Americans, rely on pressurized air being shot into my face so I don't die. Suffocate. But yeah, we, we have the technology to do this. Now, there have been separate reports of, like, Russian troops just refusing to fight. They're just given up by the thousands, sabotaging their own shoddy equipment and even deliberately wounding themselves to abandon the war. Russian lawmakers say uh, it, it, that may have happened on a few isolated incidents, but uh, the real setback here is uh, drugged-up Ukrainian soldiers fucking tweaking on meth and bath salts and stuff. The claim was made Monday by two Russian lawmakers heading up a commission to investigate biolabs in Ukraine. Konstantin Kosachev, the deputy speaker of Russia's Federation Council, and Arena Yeroyava, or something, deputy chair of the state Duma, I don't know what any of those words mean, uh, touted what they described as bombshell findings from their investigation. Testing of Ukrainian POW's blood, they claim, uncovered a range of diseases that suggest they were secretly experimented on for military purposes. This system for the control and creation of a cruel murder machine was implemented under the management of the United States, Yero Vavaya was quoted as telling reporters. Yeah, when we're not busy fighting about kitty litter boxes in public schools, we're running secret biolabs creating the X-Men. Those performance-enhancing drugs that they're still given in order to completely neutralize the last traces of human consciousness and turn them into the most cruel and deadly monsters also confirm this, she added. She also claimed that the presence of hepatitis A antibodies in Ukrainian prisoners' blood was proof of an American biolabs conspiracy, since a former health minister for Ukraine was a dual Ukrainian-American citizen who had worked to acquire drugs for the treatment of hepatitis in the country. Okay, now you're just reaching, honey. These don't sound like uh, superhumans anymore if they're susceptible to hepatitis. My God, they're invincible mutants. Yet gonorrhea can take them down pretty quickly. All right, uh, the claims appear to be a new take on the biolabs conspiracy theory that Russia's defense ministry has routinely rolled out uh, to try and justify the war. While the conspiracy theory dates all the way back to the Soviet Union, oh, it's been amplified more frequently by Kremlin figures after the February 24th invasion, as Moscow's initial claim that it invaded Ukraine in order to denazify a country led by a Jewish president failed to gain traction. Yeah, that was a misstep on Russia's part. They could have come up with a better justification. The latest iteration appears to be aimed at explaining away Russia's military setbacks by way of mutant Ukrainian troops. So there you go. And finally today, freaks. Oh, this is a short one. A drunk man laid down in front of a hotel, not to pass out, but to protest. He was like, I am not moving from this spot. Apparently, he was protesting because the staff would not let him in his room. Why? Because he was drunk? That's a reason to let him into his room. Like, get him out of the, the general population area. He's less likely to make a scene or cause harm, right? Good God, what the hell's wrong with this hospital? Well, the real problem is uh, the man didn't have a room at the hotel. He got the wrong hotel. <laughs> you know, 
He was that drunk. Police responded to reports of an intoxicated man lying in protest on the pavement outside of the Premier Inn. That sounds expensive. It's Premier. Very exclusive. Uh, the Premier Inn in Bournemouth in the early hours on Sunday morning. In protest against being refused what he thought was his room, the man decided to lie down on the pavement outside the hotel until he was stopped by Dorset police. They then helped him into the hotel nearby. It's not known which hotel he was meant to be at, but uh, Bournemouth has at least five Premier Inns. Police tweeted, Officers have dealt with an intoxicated man who was trying to gain entry to a hotel where he didn't have a booking. He laid on the floor in protest. Officers returned him to the hotel he has a booking for across the street. It's honestly not that unusual. We've played clips before of uh, like drunk people who ended up at someone else's house. They thought they were at their own home. They collapse on the floor or the sofa. And then the person who actually lives there is like, who the hell is this? And they try to wake them up and they never want to go. Like they refuse to believe that that they're not at their house. Meanwhile, they never question like, who is this stranger telling me to leave? Why is he in my house? You know, it's always how that plays out. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. All over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget about the Discord. I don't know how you can forget about the Discord after today. Everyone should be... Uh, pouring into the discord to see what's going on over there there's a link on the main navigation bar use that as your invite in it's absolutely free just a fun way to uh, communicate with other freaks be part of the community all right uh let's check in with a few listeners here some patrons i guess hey tim jersey devil here hello uh last show you had somebody complain about you making fun of marjorie taylor green yeah, I think uh, we played this on uh, the Sideshow exclusive episode, and uh, I had to kind of defend myself here because uh, they're, they're saying that I'm uh, obviously showing my bias, my political bias. They don't like when I get political. That's why they enjoy the show. I know I'm talking about politics, but uh, occasionally I will feature Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren, uh, uh, Lauren Boebert, and it's uh, not so much for their politics. It's just that they're so dumb. That's who I feature on the show. Just fucking idiots, right? Um, and then, I mean, the guy went on to say, why don't you make fun of Biden? And um, I did. I did a we did a heavy rotation with Biden most recently. That was probably the most recent political thing I've done. I mean, if you, if you consider playing a clip of the president political, then yes, I, I say I make fun of everyone. Now, the person did make a good comment about me not featuring Hunter Biden yet. That was a bit of an oversight. That's definitely someone that I should feature on the podcast. But so far, everything that I've seen... Uh, like video wise, there hasn't been any good audio. And I, you know, that's what I'm really looking for. There's supposedly a lot of video clips. Like I, I saw him weighing crack rocks. He was kind of fighting with his prostitute about how much crack he has and he was weighing it or something. Like that was funny, but again, not, you know, a lot of good usable audio. So I'm willing to, to play clips. But, Marjorie you know. Taylor Green. Uh, I pay. Uh, for a subscription on your website on Spotify, oh. and I'm a Patreon. Oh wow! So Thank you so much for supporting the show. Please make of those people more. Oh, well, you heard. I got to do what they say. This guy pays me. I don't want to hear about boring stories about you know Joe Biden 
you know, talking about, like, misspeaking. Oh. We all misspeak. I mean, listen to the voicemail section. All right. That's bye. true. I mean, listen to this podcast. Listen to me try to speak. I misspeak all the time. Uh, I typically won't play a clip of Joe Biden if he just, like, fucks up a word or something. But that one time, though, that we did do a heavy rotation with him, he really... He he was he was going off, man. I don't know what the hell he was trying to say. He was like having a stroke or something. Hey Timothy, it's Meowness. Uh, I just had to call in and comment about this bitch of a caller that you got the other day. You were way too nice to him. But this Are guy, we talking about the same same guy? He's calling in Snowflake, crying about why uh, all of your all the clips that you play with politicians fucking up and saying stupid shit mm-hmm. and he, he really wants you to make sure that all of the things that you do are fair and balanced I know. towards every time i make fun of someone who's right wing i gotta also make fun of someone who's left sides of the equation be even steven grow the fuck up bitch this is a comedy podcast this isn't a fucking political podcast <laughs> fuck you i promise you freaks i'm not just playing the calls that are supportive of me i'm playing all the patron calls right now hey sam <laughs> i love the uh the triggered conservative who just called in yesterday. I have a lot of libtard listeners. You're just going to have to deal with it, conservatives. Whining and complaining <laughs> about you making fun of fucking uh, conservative politicians, even though, you know. And then he, he brought up fucking Hunter Biden. Like, dude, that's not even a fucking politician. So who gives a fuck about him? Yeah, I mean, anyway. that is an argument, but still, he's, he's the president's son. <laughs> And he's like, you know, fucking prostitutes and doing crack and stuff. And it's kind of, it is something I think I should feature on the podcast. I love how triggered that bitch was yesterday. Love you, Tim. Yeah, he was kind of triggered there. Um, uh, A couple more. Oh, wow. We got a lot of patrons calling in. Hey, blow through all these. Comet calling up. A recent voicemail has inspired me <laughs> to, to leave this message for all the conservative distorted view listeners. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen. You, you will Tomorrow, I'm going to have all conservative listeners calling, responding. Have noticed, as that caller did... Vo- this a- is like a new uh, a new type of voicemail war. Political edition. Previous episode, that uh, idiots like Lauren and Marjorie on, on the right uh, have, have dominated, dominated the news of politicians saying and doing stupid things. Yeah. I did see something today about, and I don't know how true it is because I've been recording the show, so I haven't seen what's going on, but a- AOC, uh, Alexandria, Octavia <laughs> Spencer Cortez, whatever the fuck her name is, and um, that Omar woman. Anyway, I think they were like protesting some abortion, something or other, and then they were arrested, but it was like a pseudo fake arrested thing, and like AOC had her hands behind her back trying to pretend like she was handcuffed. This is what I, I, the tweet I saw is that she was, she was pretending that she had her handcuffed, but she didn't really. And then she forgot that she was supposed to be pretending that she was handcuffed. And then she raised her hand or something. But I don't even know if she was actually pretending she was handcuffed or if she just had her hands behind her back. I, I don't know. Now, we all know that there are people on the left who are just as stupid as Marjorie and Lauren, who are just as prone to idiocy and flagrant insanity. And I call upon the conservative listeners of Distorted View to find clips of these individuals. Join 
join the Discord and submit them so that Tim can prove <laughs> that he does not give a damn about the politics. Haley's comment here is saying that uh, Marjorie and Lauren are a special kind of dumb and you're not going to find the equivalent on the other but side. The he features. He well, I think that's kind of true. I think they are super dumb and they and they happen to be right wing. I think when I feature clips of you know the these crazy multi pronounced non binary weirdos, I think that's like the equivalent on the left. So I, I, one would argue that that's kind of political too. I'm making fun of super super left wing people. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I see it all as as the same thing, whether they're politicians or not. Whether or not they sound like complete. All right, all right, Haley's coming. <laughs> Let's do one more here. Hello, hello, it's Unicorn Hamster checking in with you. There's ya. my real Unicorn Hamster. Uh, freaks and cute and me, boo, I love you, bro. So glad you're back. Um, just a couple so days. everybody knows, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to um, Monkey in a Poop fight. Um, he called in and said that it flattered me because I'm a Simpsons fan. I could watch The Simpsons from like season three to nine. Oh yeah, he compared your voice to one of those characters. Like, I never... And then someone, I think on Monday's podcast, was really mean towards Unicorn Hamster and then heard his voicemail on the Monday show and then called back on Tuesday to apologize to Unicorn Hamster. Get sick of that. <laughs> I never knew. No one's ever told me I sound like uh, Tony. Like, uh, that's pretty dope. Uh, he does. Yeah, uh, you do kind of sound like uh, him. That's a compliment. Criminal Mind Show, too. That's a marketable voice. Holy fuck. I didn't know. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, anybody that just wants to call in and insult me, feel free. I, I don't <laughs> get offended. Okay you love the show. I love the show. And it's, it fits in with the distortion. If you want to call up. And uh, insult me. Uh, th- that's cool. Uh, uh, people do it on the dick cord. <laughs> I posted my opinion about something that I thought, hey, it's TV worthy. Uh, <laughs> it's about a new story our old pal uh, Haley's Comet shared, and someone got offended about my opinion. <laughs> I just ignored it. And uh, well, however, I did get offended when that. Uh, other caller called and asked you to knock it off um b- playing political shit listen uh, <laughs> i think every every voicemail today was referencing that you play anything that's stupid with any politician yeah i really do like- I, dr- I mean obviously my politics i have my own views and i try not to make the show about that you know uh or let, let that. So I'm very conscious about, like, you know, am I veering too far into my own personal whatever? But in the end, it's like if you, if you're fucking dumb, if you're a retard, an idiot, if, you, if you're saying something stupid, I'll play it on the show. It doesn't matter. You're you're yeah. not tribal. Yeah. However, that you know, when someone calls in and tells you to knock it off, I'm gonna tell you. Timmy Boo, don't knock nothing off. Oh, I'm not going to knock everything. Even if I say I'm going to knock it off, I do what the fuck I want. I just tell people what they want to hear to shut them up. What you're doing, <laughs> the show is perfect. And I Same thing with, with me, right? You're listening. Uh, yeah, if me. somebody gets offended because uh, something said something stupid by these idiots that are elected, all of them are fucking, most of them, 90% are fucking idiots. And 
they don't give a fuck about anybody. They're just in it for the money or themselves. It doesn't fucking matter. Both of them. Yeah. Like, if someone like, talks- I heard that, a weird thing about Nancy Pelosi, like sh- like her and her husband have made the most profit. Is that what it is from like her, their stock market? Uh trades or whatever oh, <laughs> like meanwhile they're they're fucking Knock congress people they have all sorts of inside information i'm sure Fuck that it is that offends me. so call in and insult me uh all right i have an uncut cock <laughs> i have a neurological disorder because mom fell while i was in her womb wait a second <laughs> that, that is new information what kind of neurological order disorder do you have uh yeah so how does that manifest itself? I don't mind. Uh, call in and diss me or say my like voice sounds or like something? that to me. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All right. Well, there you go. Some new information uh, from Unicorn Hamster. Always great hearing from him. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I put on a country accent because I thought I'm a country singer. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Again, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, On the street, looking sugar sweet. Ask you where you're going. You tell me you've gotta be choking. When you look at me, you tell me what you see. Creepy old man, and I kidnapped you in my van. Looking in your cell, you tell me, girl, I want you day and night, even though you're. Baby, I know you'll be mine Or I'll fucking snap your spine I know you'll be my boo Or I'll stick a knife in you Cause every time you feel a little scared That's how you know I care You and me on top of the world Cause you my baby girl You my baby girl This has been another excellent podcast From the Scrub Media Group Learn more at scrub.net